0: It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander.
3: Do you want those idiots who believe in analytics?
0: Good Friday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, however you're taking us in this morning. We appreciate it. Uh, On the show today, Vinny Maliulo. It's been at least a month since I've been hanging out with, uh, since I've had a chance to hang out with Vinny. Vinny Maggs, Vinny Maolio, right here in studio. Let's talk all things from perspective, from his perspective behind the book. Uh, we will do that today. Mark Borchard on baseball. And uh, coming off a 2 and 0 yesterday for Mark on Philly and on the tribe. Uh, he got it done. We'll get more baseball picks from him and uh, just what goes into all that he does modeling wise. Uh, Paul Carr, apparently, this just in, a special numbers game investigation reveals uh, that the United States is in qualifiers for the World Cup, had a game last night, Paul's got some thoughts, it was against El Salvador, nil-nil, if uh, you know what I mean, what is nil, Jeff Parlay, I just want to ask that question, what is nil, the famous Chrissy Andrews uh, story time from guessing lines, ladies and gentlemen, it's producer number five and producer number eight, Jeff Parlay, how you doing, Jeffrey?
3: I'm good, I'm good, I'm happy to be here as always, Gil, and it is it is It is a good time to uh, to be ready to roll on what is the first real Saturday of college football starting tomorrow.
0: Well, we're gonna start there momentarily because there's much to talk about from yesterday um, from a betting perspective and and from without, you know and from outside of a betting perspective. Uh, first, though, for those also wondering, yes, tennis, uh, we will have. Now, here's the thing. We're coming off another three and one yesterday, which included two dogs. Congratulations to all who rode that. I am pumped. The run continues, by the way, yesterday, a 3-1 and one, where we hit a plus-168. Uh, was it a plus-158 and a plus-160, I believe, what we hit yesterday. The only one we didn't hit yesterday was Maxime Cressy at plus-181. Uh, he did not get it done. He lost in straight stats to Nikolos uh, But everything else hit. Uh, Oscar Ote plus-160 over Dennis Kudlow was a straight setter for us. Uh, that one... When we gave it out, and moved 25, 35 after we did. Jack Sock, uh, which I had gotten at plus 158, it was also like plus 180 at, in some shops. By the time the match rolled around late at night, it was already plus 100 on Jack Sock. He ends up winning a five-setter deep into the night, not as deep as the Boise State UCF game. But he ended up getting it done. in the first one this, uh, yesterday morning, Emirado Kanu. And I hope you watched minus one forty seven straights that win over Shuai Zhang. Gotta love Kanu. So a three and one. That's over three units again. And so the current run again, the hard court run. If we go back, uh, Jeff, I don't know if you have this graphic on this, but it's twenty units now in your pocket, exactly to the penny. Twenty units, uh, or at the very worst, if you happen to play. By the way, it extends past the uh, the U.S. Open is just the most recent part of this. Uh, the if you, if you played it at books the uh, the thirty five match uh, period here if you played it at books where matches were graded with only one set required to be graded and you got the worst of it you could have won seventeen point four two units so just shy of twenty uh, so if you're playing them at uh, books that grade them. Only if they complete the matches, you're up 20 units. If you, if you played them at, uh, at books where only one set was required, you'd be 24-12-1 instead of 24-10-1. Or, or somewhere in between if one of the matches, it was a Jen Brady match and a, and a Teresa Martinkova match, as I recall, that uh, stopped after a set was complete, but before the match. So really, either way, uh, what a run it has been, and it continues. Now, here's the thing. We're going to the round of 32 starting today. So again, the slams 128 no buys. We've played four days here, so we've gotten through the round of 64. They've, they've even through the weather, gotten all the matches in. So now we're in the round of 32. I don't loved. Let's not let's not put this up yet, fellas. Let's let's wait till the uh, the B block. Um, I don't love today's card, quite frankly. Um, I don't think there's like the the. the And it makes some sense, really, when you go from 128 to 64 and now to 32. There shouldn't be probably just, uh, you know, mechanically shouldn't probably be as many edges. I only like one thing today, really only one. There's eight matches on the men's side, eight matches on the ladies. We'll go through some of it um, here in a bit, Um, say about 20 minutes from now we'll do this. And we'll talk about what I, what I like, but they're really big favorites. And you just worry about the, the, the number is not good enough to play. And even some of the dogs that are tempting, you just worry about the matchups. But we did land on one, and we will get to that. It happens to be on the men's side. Happens to be on the men's side. But there's your current run again. 24-10-1 for 20 units um, here playing tennis. Again, just because you love football doesn't mean you have to bet football, bet tennis skill, Alexander. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network, com, the VEASAN app, FUBO, Sling Game Plus, iHeart Radio. But because we love football, we bet that as well. And uh, here's the deal. Next week, our whole football schedule begins in earnest with all of our guests in place. Uh, Chrissy Andrews guessing lines doesn't start before week one. It will start before week two. Uh, but then of course, college football guests like Pete Futak and uh, Chris Felica, uh, Adam Kramer, uh, we'll be peppering our show, as will the Dr. Bobs of the world. So it's a it's a big schedule of football, and pretty much, as, as the U.S. Open clears, nothing but almost football uh, entirely on the show. But let's exploit tennis. Bankroll building for your football season, if that's how you choose to view it. Um, Jeff, yesterday, this was the first night of college football in earnest, and there were 15 games, ended up being 15 games, and the two marquee matchups – well, the one is, we'll shelve here for a second, Boise State and UCF, which, which UCF ends up winning uh, by six points, by five points, pardon me, 36 to 31. We'll get to that momentarily, a game that was delayed by weather several times. It was played deep into the night. But let's start with Ohio State and Minnesota. Uh, Ohio State ends up winning at 45 to 31, depending upon where you got this number. It was either a push. It was a push for most. But you might have had a winner on either side. It was, if you got in on the 14 and or on the 13 and a maybe uh, that changed the result for you. But I just want to point out, and I don't know, you didn't you didn't have any preflops on this, Jeff, at all, Ohio State and Minnesota? I did not know. This is the one thing. So I split in-game on primetime action, which I do with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin. I split the two – well, I hit a live Keita Shikori bet in tennis – Uh, going into the fifth set against Mackie McDonald, because Keenan Shikori is just a juggernaut when it goes to five sets, and that cashed. But the two football bets split. Um, I very fortunately took an in-game over. I wanted that uh, Boise State-UCF game to sort of have a lull in scoring and then jump in on the over. There wasn't really a lull, but after the first quarter, when it just ticked down just enough, to uh 66 and a half. I ended up taking the over and it ends up at 67 total fortunate win. But I, I missed on Ohio state because at the beginning of this game, I'm like, okay, I've seen enough. Ohio state's going to roll Minnesota. They're going to roll them. And so I took a, an in game that wasn't even as favorable as the pre flop, And that was just a terrible play. And that one lost on primetime last night, but I just, even in defeat, and I'm curious where you come down on this, even in defeat, if, If you could ever sort of tip a cap in defeat on a bet, I just want to give PJ Fleck a shout out And, and everyone at Minnesota because when they're down 10 to nothing in this game and they have a fourth and one at their own 29, down 10 to nothing against Ohio State. And they decide, first of all, before the stoppage, before they call the timeout, they acted like they were going to run a play, that it looked like maybe they were going to try to draw them off sides, and they didn't either, and we went to commercial break. And then they come back in shotgun, and they give the ball to uh, Muhammad Ibrahim, and he scampers, gets about three, four yards, and then cuts left and, and just has a huge gainer. And I just want to get to the point in, in both pro and college football where we can say to a guy like P.J. Fleck, that is awesome. Because if you, for, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I can't believe he went for it. You absolutely go for it there. We have to change the way we think about football. And I give him all the respect in the world. And by the way, this has nothing to do with the result. I know there's some people who go, oh, you just like it because he gained 30, 40 yards. No. You're playing Ohio State. You're not going to beat them punting the ball as, you know, typical football is played. The fact that he decided we're going for this, we're going to try to actually compete in this ballgame, we have to take risks, it was phenomenal. I know they ended up losing by 14. I get it. But here's the thing that I always want to say. It doesn't matter if you lose by a 1,000. And too many of these coaches, because we're humans, right? Coaches, by the way, this just in, Jeffrey. Coaches are human, too. They are concerned just as much with what is said about them in the press the next day, the criticism they, that they will get. Some of these coaches have bigger rabbit ears than others, but ultimately it doesn't matter if you lose by a hundred points or not, right? So just try to compete and do that. So even in, even you know I had Ohio State in an in game that lost, even while losing that bet, I just want tip of the cap to P.J. Fleck. I hope we see more of this, especially in games where you're playing against one of the elite teams in college football and you're two touchdown dogs, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. That's how I see that. Good for him. Good for PJ Fleck. And you say what?
3: The big thing, Gil, with, uh, with, with, with that game last night, because the first half, CJ Stroud looked very uncomfortable, Gil. And you look at just the way that he got comfortable in the second half, um, and you had, uh again, you have great wide receivers. You have Wilson and Olave who both went off for big plays in the second half. Uh, but but look, I'm with you on the coaches because we saw in other games last night. I want to take Bowling Green and Tennessee for a second mm-hmm. because Bowling Green is a horrible team. Horrible, horrible, horrible team. And Tennessee came out, looked like they're going to beat them by about 50, 14 points in the first four minutes. And then they just stopped completely.
0: Was it 14 to six at the half or something was, like that?
3: It was uh, – it was 14-6. Yeah, to six. Yeah. Uh, There was one scenario where I had to call our guy Todd Wyshnev in the middle of the game in Pittsburgh because of the ridiculous coaching that was going on. And we, I texted you as it happened as well. At the end of the half, Tennessee had the ball at their own 48-yard line. And it was fourth down and 10 with 40 seconds to go and the clock was running. And Bowling Green did not take a timeout. Which it then gave t- let Tennessee run the clock down. The
0: the, the stalemate between coaches. Of, are you going to call a timeout? Or are we going to call a timeout? Did
3: the correct thing. Let it run all the way yeah. down. Call the t- timeout with two seconds left. They threw a hail mary. It ended up incomplete. So it ended up no harm, no foul. But you have to be on the lookout for things in college football, especially where you have a lot of coaches that just aren't good and don't understand. Game and time situation. Yes. And there were multiple things across the board last night. There was one in the central Florida Boise state game at the end where central Florida was throwing the ball when Boise state turned it over. The only reason Boise got the ball back and had a chance at the end, even though Bachmeyer's Hail Mary went 21 yards (laughs) in the air.
0: um, (laughs) That's not going to get there. It wasn't going to get done,
3: but Boise wasn't. The only reason Boise got the ball back was because well, Central Florida went out of bounds.
0: Well so let's just go to that for a second, because we'll bounce back and forth. But did you learn anything about Boise State from that game? There was the the hundred yard pick six, the really, you know, as you said, the gratuitous pick at the end that actually put Boise State back ahead late. I, I don't I mean, I don't know what we learned about them, quite frankly.
3: Their their head coach. It's the first time where I don't have confidence in their head coach.
0: Chris but Peterson wins that game ten Chris out of ten Peterson times. Chris Peterson
3: probably wins that game. Yeah, they p- might even win that game with Brian Harson yeah. coaching as well. Uh, again, when you have a coach making their their debut as a head coach, there's going to be going to be problems, and we saw that last night for Boise. But look, if Gabriel doesn't throw the horrible pick six on the first drive, Gil, this is a route in all likelihood with Central That's Florida right. winning by three touchdowns. Yeah.
0: Although Gus Malzahn should probably calm it down a little bit on the sidelines. Good Lord. Good Lord. Blow a gasket. Back to Ohio State, Minnesota for a second. I just, again, last point and I won't be labored anymore, but contrast that decision by Minnesota yesterday, fourth and one from their own 29 with everything we saw the week before in the big 10 in that Illinois, Nebraska game where Brett Bielema and Scott Frost were in a hold my beer contest of who could do something more ridiculous. So shout out to him. And, uh, Listen, as someone who has uh, ruptured not one but two Achilles tendons, thank you very much. Uh, we uh, we sort of feel for uh, Moham not sort of feel we we definitely feel for Mohammed Ibrahim, uh, who by the way, Gus Johnson pronounces his last name maybe ten different ways last night. I thought that was an interesting thing to the game as well. Um, that appears to be. Here's the thing, when you rupture your own Achilles, you have the innate sense of knowing when someone else does, sadly. And I think that is uh, one ruptured Achilles tendon. I don't know if it's official yet, but that, uh, that appears to be the case. I would uh, swear by that. And so if that's the case, he will be out for the season, and that would be a shame for that Minnesota football program. Was there anything else in college football besides those two games that stood out to you, and also Tennessee you mentioned?
3: Josh Heupel is not going to do well in Knoxville. Uh, I I feel pretty confident in that. We saw it in Central Florida where he had Frost players. He won once Frost players started to leave. He didn't win as much. Uh, I don't think he's a particularly good coach. Uh, The other thing, there was one other game last night, and it was right here in town. Eastern Washington UNLV had one of the worst total beats I think I've ever seen in my life, Gil, where the total was 66. The game was 6-3 at halftime, and the game goes over because the game goes to overtime (laughs) because UNLV finds their offense in the fourth quarter for the first time in about four years. And Eastern Washington shanked a field goal from 30 yards out. That one stood out uh, to me. You
0: think there would have been more of a crowd that by the way, UNLV with the best stadium in all of college football, should that not help their recruiting? Just that alone moving forward. You
3: would think Gil.
0: Yes, you would think like it's, it's unbelievable in there. And it didn't look like it was that big of a crowd. Uh, So last thing here, Ohio state, because obviously this is the team, from a betting perspective, we're, we're going to be most focused on moving forward. Um, did you leave that game last night? I mean, how many of these things did you think? I'm, I'm going to say all of them, but I'm, I'm going to ask you this. Ohio State's offense can do whatever they want at any time, or was Minnesota just so bad? Like that first Williams touchdown, like the entire Minnesota defense was on the other side of the field. So did you get the impression that Ohio State's offense, I mean, there certainly was nothing about that game that leads you to believe there's any you know, anything wrong with that offense last night, once Stroud got it going. But the fact that Minnesota scored thirty one on them and maybe got the worst of the officiating a time or two, does it worry does it worry if you're an Ohio State fan or an Ohio State backer, did you leave that game thinking diminished about your futures tickets on Ohio State at all?
3: No. Minnesota still only averaged five yards a play. It's not like they were explosive offensively. They just had just had a ball, the ball a lot. They just had more time of possession because when Ohio State scored, they scored quickly. Gil. so I uh, know. I think Ohio State's just fine. We'll learn a lot more about them next week because if they go to the go home to the shoe and destroy Oregon, then I would say you feel a lot more com- comfortable with all the tickets. You have. Yeah,
0: see, I, I can see that happening. I don't think you're wrong about that, but like, for, I just think the Pac-12 gets propped up, so that wouldn't yeah, impress me that much. You know. Anyway, great to have football back. That was the thing. We, on primetime last night, we're like, oh, my God, we get to actually react to games. Um, Sorry, baseball. We don't mean to offend you. Uh, The other thing on primetime action last night, I want to bring this up, too, Jeff, because, you know, Kelly, Kelly, Matt, and I, we sort of, we hang out. We're doing things. We're multitasking. We're betting. When someone else is talking, we're making bets. That's what we do. Just a little look behind the curtain. And one of the things we looked at, DraftKings has this unbelievable menu of NFL bets. And we've tried this whole off season to sort of cover all the major markets that are available. But DraftKings, you can, like, spend – 10, 15 minutes just in the NFL, seeing all kinds of different things they have. And so one of the things was division season win totals. Now, remember back here at the South Point, Chrissy Andrews, my mishpucha, Vinny, and Jimmy, Jimmy Vaccaro took a flight apparently uh, in a private jet this week. Um, They did college football conference season wins. They were worried about COVID's impact, so they decided to play it that way. Well, at DraftKings, they have division by division season win totals team by team per division so in other words where the houston texans are you know started out five five and a half wins on a season for the seven for the 16 games pardon me 17 game schedule in their division they're at one and a half so we'll, we'll just show as an example here's the nfc east cowboys eagles giants and washington and you can see these are okay these are nfc east division win totals That's going to be tougher. But let's get back to Houston, and let's talk about Detroit for a second as well. Houston's division win total is one and a half, and the under is plus money. The under is plus 125. Now, here's the thing. If the Titans are who we think they are, and the Colts, even those of us who don't think the Colts are as good as other people think the Colts are, are what they're supposed to be. Carson Wentz saying he's unvaccinated, by the way. Just want to throw that in. Are the Texans going to beat the Jaguars twice? Because that's what they would have to do if the Titans and Colts are who we think they are. And the under is plus money? That, to me, is almost a better bet than the season win total bet. Now, with all of these, someone pointed this out on Twitter. Forgive me uh, that I don't remember your name, but this is a very good point. You have to see who these teams play at the very end of their schedules because we don't know in a 17-game schedule what kind of load management will occur if you're playing a playoff team. By the way, it'll it'll matter if you're playing a division team late in the season also or not. But if you're playing playoff teams that could sort of do the NBA load management thing or they're already clinched their division, they can't get the number one seed, whatever it is. So Houston does play the 49ers and the Titans the last two games of the season, but I don't know that the 49ers and the Titans are going to be clear of anything. So – under one and a half is plus one twenty five. That's not a good bet.
3: I would say it is. I'm
0: gonna tell you even a better bet. Let's go to the NFC North. Let's go to the Detroit Lions. This is great. By the way, again, shout out to DraftKings for putting these up. We love creativity. I wish we could bet these here. Wish we could bet these here in Nevada. Come on up, DraftKings. Uh, here's the Lions. Their division win totally in the NFC North. Again, Packers, Vikings, Bears, of course, their opponents, so they'll play twice. Theirs is one and a half. Their under is plus 130. Now, again, Matt, Matt Brown almost blew a gasket when he saw these yesterday. If the Packers are who we think they are, right, and the Vikings are who we think they are, Kirk Cousins, unvaccinated, just want to throw that in as well, are they going to sweep the Bears? I mean, I think that's they're, the unders plus money. Now, the Lions do have these quirky things where they play a Thanksgiving game and people have this thing, oh, they're good on Thanksgiving. You never know. But who do they play on Thanksgiving? Do they play the Bears on Thanksgiving? Chicago's Thanksgiving game. So someone might say that, right? They're like, hey, I don't know. Now here, they close with the Seahawks and the Packers. If you think the Packers are going to be clear in week 18, then that would be an issue with the Lions, right? Like then, so you have to keep that in mind. Who are they playing that last game of the season? If the Packers have nothing to play for and it's Jordan Love and not Aaron Rodgers, that sort of pollutes the bet. But I think these are fascinating little markets that people can exploit, and again, wish we had him here in Nevada. Very cool.
3: I'd much rather have the Texans than the Lions.
0: I think based on that Packers final game. Yeah. Yeah, I think I probably would too.
3: The and also too, I don't trust the Vikings at all. Don't trust them at all. You it's don't trust them. Kirk Cousins, Gil.
0: Well, and again, we're not making political statements here, but wouldn't you know, the the punitive things that will happen if you end up in contact tracing, unvaccinated. You might miss some games, and that's going to be something for betters to remember every single week. Now, keep in mind with the Texans one, just last known, you could have that win in week one, and then you'll just have to sweat it out the rest of the year, too. But anyway, just those two teams you focus on. Focus on some others. Uh, I'm sure there are other opportunities as well. Coming back, the tennis pick singular of the day as the run hopefully continues right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil
0: Alexander. College football is here, NFL right around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. If you want to bet either, BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Bet MGM for terms and conditions must be twenty-one or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 4700 Skill Alexander, producer number. Uh, Grover Cleveland, producer number. Grover Cleveland is here five and eight. Jeffrey Parlay as well. Uh, I know why you're here. You're here for tennis picks. I know why you're here. Uh, three and one yesterday. Again uh, on the heels of a uh, three and one the day before. With a couple dogs, pretty substantial dogs mixed in there in both cases. So this has been a uh, it's been a wonderful run here on the hard courts. And today, I mentioned this at the top of the show. We're we're down to the round of 32. So the pickings today I felt were really much slimmer than they have been. Um, some of the matches, by the way, that were cons- that I considered today, and really the numbers sort of indicated eh, this might be a bet. It might not be. Um, Some of them, the the number was just not quite good enough to play. Uh, On the men's side, for instance, just to give you an example of a a bet that I am not recommending because it's just not quite low enough, but I do think the player will win. um, Botic van de Sandjulp, for instance. There's a player whose name is Botik van de Sandjulp who's playing uh, Facundo Banyas, Pardon me. On the men's side, <clears throat> don't worry about this. I won't have to uh, spell these because we're not making this bet. But he's at minus two twenty-seven. I think he wins easily. If that had gotten below minus two hundred, that would have been a play. So just to give you an example that these were all kind of, there were several that were on the cusp, but the, just the value is not there uh, to play. For instance, uh, give you another example on the on the ladies' side, uh, Danielle Collins, whose nickname. Do you know her nickname, Jeffrey? Danielle freaking Collins. That's her nickname. One of, the nickname. Best, one of the best nicknames in all of sports. Uh, Danielle Collins, the American who's had a tremendous hard court season. Um, there was a notion to play her against um, Arena Sabalenka, and I may come to regret not playing her, quite frankly. Let me just say that. But ultimately, it wasn't quite the price I wanted. Uh, her numbers on hard courts, short-term, very much favorable to that of Sabalenka, but you sort of have to ask yourself, am I going to get the, the short-term uh, spike on Danielle Collins, or am I going to get Arena Sabalenka just completely overpowering her on the tennis court? And so I ultimately decided to stay away from that. But I get it. If you play either of those two, I, I understand why you would. I'm just not. Uh, what I ended up going with was a total uh, the play of the day in tennis, and it is the only one uh, to continue our run here. I'm taking the over in the Diego Schwartzman-Alex Molchan match. That's Molchan. Diego Diego Schwartzman against um, Alex Molchan. By the way, I believe that's... uh, Did we spell that correctly? Let me see. Uh, We did. Well done. Diego Schwartzman-Alex Molchan, over 34.5 games, minus 115. Uh, You can still get that number. The thinking here is, again, it's all rooted, all the tennis picks... I'm not just, you know, sort of just throwing them out here. They're all rooted in data. They're all rooted in watching lots and lots of tennis. Schwartzman, who will be on the leaflet forever. Y'all know what I mean. Um, great, great player. Um, just an absolutely, you know, one of the one of the top twenty players in the world consistently in tennis. But Alex Molchan. Pulled off a tremendous upset over Brandon Nakashima. It's not the most publicized upset that's been on the U.S. Uh, in the U.S. Open so far. Uh, clearly, Cressy's win over uh, Carino Busta and Ubero Kotz being uh, upset yesterday by Andrea Seppi. Those are much bigger upsets. But Molchan over Nakashima was a pretty big deal. And here's the deal. He's a player who on clay... Uh, was able to break Novak Djokovic a time or two. He really gained a lot of confidence as his play. One of these guys who grew up, I believe, or, or sort of came up the tennis ranks with Andre Rublev, and then Rublev sword and Molchan was sort of left behind. But he has found his game, and his hardcore data, and I could bore you with his hardcore data, but I don't know if you want to be bored with it, but just let's say it's really here, not quite elite numbers, but that notch below. And so Diego Schwartzman, who I I guess I would expect to win this match ultimately, sure. But I think Mulchan does enough here to give him a hard time. So essentially, you're betting for this to go past three sets to a fourth set or three really tough sets. And I think that will happen. So Diego Schwartzman versus Alex Mulchan, it's 2 p.m. Pacific today, 5 p.m. Eastern. So you have plenty of time for this one. Over 34 and a half games, minus 115. That is my one U.S. Open play of the day. And I hope I don't regret not uh, staying away from the uh, Collins Sabalenka match. We'll come back. Uh, Paul Carr, the U.S. qualifying for the World Cup. The first time they've been uh, playing in this arena since the what are we doing days. Coming back with Paul Carr next on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander.
0: Football contest right around the corner as well. The VEASAN Pro Football Guide has you hooked up for that as well. Our VEASAN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas, and our guide will give you insight on against-the-spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide today for only $19.99, or get VEASAN all-access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Shout-out to Matt Humans and crew. Put together a great guide as they did with college Get them while they're hot. Get them before uh, the contests begin. Or as Will Hill said the other day on the show, uh, listen, if you buy it, we'll just stop harassing you about it, (laughs) which I think is appropriate as well. Uh, Let's bring him in because we don't have much time to talk soccer. Uh, A special numbers game investigation once again reveals that their World Cup qualifying happened. Paul Carr's on the uh, on the job. How you doing, Paulie?
2: Soccer never stops, Gil. It's always going on somewhere. There's something important at stake, and we're having some fun someplace in the
0: world. Never stops. Paul Carr, by the way, from the Expected Value podcast, I should point out, works for uh, New Media Networks as well. A uh, True Media Networks, pardon me. Don't want to get that wrong. True, T-R-U, Media Networks. All right, Paul, so right. here's here's the deal. Um, yeah. CONCACAF format to get into the World yeah. Cup. Eight teams left, all play each other twice between now and March. Uh, sure. top three teams qualify, fourth place goes to a playoff. Yesterday, the U.S. and El Salvador at halftime, I was like, are we going to lose to El Salvador? Uh, but it ends up being a 0-0, a nil-nil tie. Uh, what was your takeaway from that?
2: I mean, mixed feelings. On, on one hand, the U.S. generally played better and should have had a goal. They had three or four good chances. They just didn't convert. So in that sense, like, hey, it went about as you wanted, and you just didn't score it. The other hand, you know, this is World Cup qualifying. You, you got to get these three points, especially on the road when you can. So I'm okay with the point. Like if you'd said, you take the draw before the game, I'd probably say, I guess. So, so it's kind of a, the closest comparison I can think of is like if you're a one seed in the NCAA tournament and you kind of scratch through that first round, you know, you win by like 10 and you're just kind of like, okay, we, we move, survive in advance. Kind of like that, I guess. It's kind of like, it was fine, I guess.
0: So Mexico and the U.S. are heavily favored to qualify. Uh, are those lines widely available for qualifying? Do we see those markets? I haven't seen
2: – I mean, the, the, my primary books, I have not seen the two qualify lines. I, I kind of wanted to because I was pretty interested in the down-the-board ones because it could be kind of a, a mess after those two. Uh, so I haven't seen them. They may be out there somewhere. Um, I kind of like Canada. C- Canada's that uh, – they've got the talent. They just haven't – they haven't been in a World Cup since 1986, so but they've got, I think the third best town in the region and ought to qualify, hmm. but we saw last night they drew Honduras at home. Uh, you know, they probably sh- could have should have won that game. You want to win your home games. That's the, how you qualify is you win your home games and steal a few road points. Uh, so I like Canada for that third spot, I, but I haven't seen the lines as far as uh, what the betting number would be.
0: All right, USA Canada, which is what is that? That's uh, in a couple days. Sunday yep. Sunday. USA minus on the three-way, USA minus 179, Canada plus 492, and the draw is plus 316. Is there a bet there to be made? I mean, so uh,
2: I'll be—to be transparent, I'm not playing these personally just because I am working on these games for some of the networks. Oh, so, right. nice. for this game, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Let's point so, that out. But the way I would— I would lean for almost all these games is, so these teams, for some context, are playing three games in about eight days. A lot of these players are coming over from Europe, so there's a lot of travel. You can have a lot of tired legs. Uh, a lot of these teams are happy to get a point in some of these games. So I kind of lean the under in almost every game. I think the under for the U.S. games around minus 135 or so, which which I like. Like, these two teams played in the Gold Cup with fairly different rosters uh, last month, and it was 1-0 U.S., and it was you know, I was at that game. It was not a super exciting game with lots of chances. So I kind of would lean that if, if I were to play it, that's where I would go for the U.S. candidate game.
0: And covid has uh, some impact on the schedule here as well. It
2: does. Yeah. Like Christian Pulisic for the U.S. tested positive in Europe. Uh, he's vaccinated. He has no symptoms. So he came, but he didn't play in that first game last night for the U.S. He probably will play in Nashville. Uh, on Sunday, it's not 100% sure yet. So yes, uh, Jamaica had the same thing. They had a lot of guys from England who couldn't play in the first game because it was in a, Mexico was a red. Uh, I forgot they call it a red list country in the UK, but they can play uh, in Jamaica. So there's a lot of weird intricacies to who's available. You know, teams might rest guys for some of these games, especially. You know, I don't know if Canada's going to throw out a full strength lineup because it's an away game and really that home game they have on. Wednesday against El Salvador is more important in some ways So there's just a lot of weird stuff to kind of be aware of and to me I think you know we're all kind of speculating but I think that is just going to contribute to a lot of kind of these slogs like last night uh, for the U.S. where it's low scoring not a ton of chances so I think the unders are going to be kind of like it was you know early uh, in some of the European leagues when they were playing so many games all in a row, and you could just see it on the legs of the guys. I feel like that's what a lot of these qualifiers are going to be like.
0: Well, so that ultimately, like, here's the thing about sports betting, right? Like, we can, I can crunch data, and I can give you tennis picks. That's one way to bet sports. Right. Um, yep. You know, somebody can come up with the, some, some people believe in trends, whatever. There's so many ways to do it. So with these soccer games, so as my buddy E would say about this, any USA game that matters, right? It's mm-hmm. like an auto-under, Do you subscribe to that kind of basic of a theory here?
2: Uh, I would say for the most part. I would avoid unders probably for the U.S. when they're at home. Like if the U.S. were playing El Salvador at home, you know, there's games like that where the U.S. will go on the road and it'll be a slog. But, you know, last cycle they beat Honduras 6-0 at home. They beat Panama, I think, 4-0 at home. So when they're playing the bottom half teams at home, that's where I would not play the unders. But, you know, Canada is a top, you know, a third or fourth best team in the region. And so it's a, it's a lot more even uh, Canada, much more capable of going on the road and getting a point or a nil-nil draw or something. So, yeah, so I would avoid the unders when you have, you know, a U.S. or a Mexico at home against a bottom relative bottom feeder mm-hmm. in the,
0: among these eight teams. But other than that, I think the unders are going to be the place. How about the USA Canada that's, ha- that's taking place on Sunday under two and a half. Yeah, that's, that's I, a play. I, I think so. If you uh, were yeah, making that, that a play. Yeah. I, we're getting going to get to yeah. the point, Paul, where I'm like, okay, so the Jamaica Panama game, does it rhyme with Jamaica, who you like? And, you know, like we have to, I want Does to protect you. Wonder? Yes. I just want to protect you from your, uh, you know, any uh, conflict there. All right. right. So it uh, sounds like to me, it sounds like if you're going to play this, and here's the thing, most of this audience, let's face it, um, trying to bring them into the tennis camp, most of the audience is not are not soccer betters, but you have been tremendous, by the way, early season Premier League. People should know there is no yeah. Premier League this weekend, which is why we're not giving you Premier League picks. But what are you so far this year? On uh, the show? Nine and one on the show, and N- I think the one was a sprinkle. Nine and one. Yeah, we're rolling. Sitting here talking yeah, about Yeah,
2: you get lucky of a couple of those. You take them and
0: run. You do. You take them. So nine and one will continue the Premier League picks next week. Again, it's hard to explain to the American sports fan. It's like the NFL season stopping after week four and being like, let's right. have another separate league. All right, but I think yeah. under USA Canada sounds about right. And this is really, as we go out here, this is really the first Qualifying for a World Cup since the Taylor Twellman "What are we doing?" era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the first game, and I
2: think it was 1,423 days since yeah Taylor uh, yelled "What are we doing?" after the U.S. lost to Trinidad, and we
0: all got sad. Which is a famous Paul Carr Carr story where Taylor Twellman came. First of all, you were like, I don't. What do I say? You're like, I don't know. Say what you feel. He comes off. How did I do? Oh, you, you were fabulous. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, people are talking. Oh, yeah. You, you made an impact. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it as always, man. You bet. Have a good weekend. You too. Paul Carr at Paul Carr, double R uh, on the Twitter machine. Mark Borchard from his undisclosed location in the desert. 2-0 yesterday in baseball. This show is just killing it with winners. He's next. Numbers Game at DC, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot in an easy 100 bucks. Register using code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. That's it. Either team. It's one time through the end zone, over the goal line at least. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for the action. Enjoy Parlay Selection Builders, Daily Promotions, Boosted Out Specials, and more. Just download the app. It will take you but a few seconds. Or go to BetMGM.com and use code VEASAN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Um, so many tweets at Beating the Book. I think yesterday held the record. Besides, like, Ega, everybody jumping on Ega to win the French Open. Might have been the most tweets in any day ever. Um, so I can't thank everybody enough for all the uh, support. Glad you're cashing along with us. There's too many to read, but uh, always appreciate that. Uh, by the way, Jeff, just a pencil in here, we may get a visit from the bear, Christopher Falika, top of the next hour. Just want to let you know that talk college football. Get his reactions to last night college football.
3: An in person visit?
0: No, not an in person. Oh, visit. okay. I'm sorry. Didn't mean <laughs> didn't mean to suggest you would walk through the door. But we will have that. Uh, let us talk, uh, and and keep in mind now. So it's a it's a 24-10 one, uh, 10, one 10 and one run in tennis for 20 units on the button. Uh, it nine and one from Paul Carr in the Premier League. Mark Borchard bouncing in with 2-0 yesterday as Philly got it done against Washington and Cleveland doubled up Kansas City. So, I mean, it's a, this show is an epic run of, of uh, just nothing but winners here. Let's bring in Mark Borchard once again because he's got a pair of baseball plays from an undisclosed location in the desert at Base Winners where you can find him, the Base Winner Podcast, where all podcasts are available. How you doing, Mark? Nice job yesterday.
4: Gil, that Philly game, we had it all the way. All, uh, they, all the way that's right it's uh, so one of those games where i don't know i i'm sure you have as a as a handicapper and better and, and i have as well where you're like okay this is a loss and you, you put it in the loss column yes and then and then you know you mentioned that washington bullpen and how miserable they've so been and they're bad. they're last over the last 30 days by my ratings and and on the 14 days too and and they go to the bullpen and the affiliates the cardiac kids come back and that's That's kind of why I love that team, because they've had so many good wins. And a win like that is a better kind of takes you a long way. You
0: know, makes you feel really good. Think about this whole stretch where all these teams above Washington, the NL East, have just given them every opportunity in the world to get back into the playoff picture. And Washington couldn't seize a single opportunity, right? Just night after night, just sucking it up. It's just, uh, well, it's their trade deadline and beyond. Um, but good job, nonetheless, as you as you hit them both. Um, and that is, by the way, it's a modeler's, uh, people who log their own bets. That is a superstition, what Mark just said, that needs to be repeated. We can't gloss over it. You can pre-enter a loss for reverse jinx purposes. This is all science, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You can pre-enter a loss, but never pre-enter a win because that will come back and get you. You know what that I'm saying. That will. Yes.
4: That will. I remember that you had ball for, uh Grant Balfour, Balfour. Seven years ago, and, and he blew an epic save against the Tigers. <laughs> yes. That's and, so and funny I, you remember I, that. I told you that day, and I'm like, hey, great, because I had the other team. And I said, I said hey, great win, Gil. Yeah, I, I lost that one, and you're like, nope. nope. That guy blew the save. He and blew I, the save. Ball four had the best reliever name yeah. of, of all time, in my opinion.
0: Ball four. Yeah, that's right. Um, before we get to your picks of the day, you and I had a bit of a conversation yesterday, and we sort of got into this thing. Um, For those who don't know this, Mark and I are nerds. We're complete dorks. And we're all about, uh, you know, doing modeling for the, bet, the sports that we bet. Mark has done baseball for forever, quite frankly. He's dedicated his adult life to it. Obviously, he's transitioned from baseball to tennis. And one of the things we were saying yesterday, because it occurs to me that needs to be said, not that, peop, not that most people might care, right? Like, I could come on and say, all right, bet these tennis picks, and people would, some people would be just fine with that without any reasoning. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. They, they seem to win all the time. All right. Then there are those who actually want to know why you're picking what you pick. And so people should know Like we're not – that's the thing. It's like the amount of time that it requires for you to do what you do in the way that you do. And I was explaining to you how – you know my my buddy last week his his mom passed away my oldest friend his mom passed away and so i i had to go to dc and i had idle time like if i had a if i had to work thursday and friday this is before a slam it just happened to happen before you know a tennis slam i don't have my stuff automated mark so i'm like i manually input all the data like a schmuck right so and and it's like that was one of the weird silver linings of having downtime where i could just sit there and idly put in data. So I guess what I'm saying to you is, I just want to pause for a second and, and tell folks, if you think this is not a labor of love, my goodness, what you do takes so much time, and you have some of your stuff automated. I don't at all.
4: Yeah, it's a real grind. As you as you said about your tennis, and you were you were talking about what you did for the tennis, and I'm like, man, that's that's a lot of time spent oh, on that. And it's brutal. And I, so 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 I think that. That over in the uh, in the off season, I can spin up a nice application for you uh, that'll that'll automate a lot of that. That's one of my my goals the last I'm two down. years is be is yeah it'd be great. It was one of my goals the last two years is to kind of learn how to code or at least code enough so that I can work with the guys I develop with, because as you as you build more and more models, you just run out of bandwidth and then totally. you're saying and you're saying and you're you're spending you know three four hours just trying to update models in excel and it's brutal and so um you know by necessity i've learned a little bit of bit of coding and and how to spin off these applications and it's really saved me a lot of time like these season simulations like that used to take me three hours to update i can do it in 10 minutes right now so it's it's a big and and i know the data that you're working with uh, I, I could get that and I could I could save you probably, you know, cut your cut your handicapping oh. down uh, t- down time and like by a 10 yeah. uh,
0: two a 10. It's yeah. one it's one thing if it's an off tournament. There's, you know, 56 players in it with with buys. But when it's 128 you know, men's and ladies. Man, um,
4: I mean, and you were yeah. telling me like you're, you're inputting, the, like you're hand putting into Excel, and, Bruh, and, into uh,
0: cells, man. Me and my fingers into cells. Yeah, no. I, anyway, didn't want to. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of people riveted, like, oh boy, an Excel talk with uh, Mark and Gill. But honestly, I just wanted to point out to people, it's like well, that's no, no, how I, it I, is. I think that. Yeah. I think
4: that you make a good point though, because you, you just don't get on the air and you're like, hey, I like yes, Oscar right? And, and you know, exactly. I, I mean. That, that that takes dedication time and and you have a model, but you also got to keep feeding the model and yes. so there's a lot of work involved in that I don't think we can we can gloss over that I think that that's that's super important and I think a lot of good handicappers that are listening to the show they do the same thing I, they're, I they're spinning, so. yeah. yeah I think
0: yeah, it's yeah. I think it was worth I think it is worth pointing out because that you're right it just doesn't it's like hey, let's just take this guy it just doesn't work that way. Uh, so knowing that that is your deal as a backdrop, uh, coming off a of two and zero yesterday, what do you like today in Major League Baseball?
4: Well, I'm going to go with a lay the wood parlay. Love doing this on Friday. It's always really
0: <laughs> Friday. It's always parlay. fun. I think
4: that we should make this a staple of of my appearance on Fridays because it is fun. So I'm going to go with the uh, the Rays uh, minus two. They're minus two hundred and, and the. The Red Sox about minus 175 The the parlay pays 100 bucks will get you 138. And this is a situation where I'm going against my model, but I just can't ignore the disparity in the starting pitching walk has been really good from a strikeout percentage to, uh, in August. He's like a 29% expected strikeout rate based on that three metric chart I use. And Ivaldi, he's ninety-six percentile pitcher against Quantrill, who's pretty good, but he's still at just uh, 0.51 from a percentile standpoint. I think we get an edge in starting pitching in that, in that match. And then if you go uh, to the bullpen, now this Tampa Bay bullpen, number one overall by my three-metric chart. And overall, last 30 days, they're eighth. And the, the, uh, the other team's bullpen, uh, Cleveland, if you look at them, they're 28th, and this is pretty alarming 28th over the last 30 days. And Cleveland's always had a really good bullpen. So we get an edge there. Minnesota's bullpen's been bad all year. They're 24th uh, over the last 30 days. And uh, Tampa Bay, uh, you know, they've got a better bullpen than them. Boston has a better, I'm sorry, Boston has a better bullpen than, than Cleveland. Tampa Bay better than Minnesota. So you get a bullpen advantage in both games, you get a starting pitching advantage in both games, and for those reasons I'm going to go with that Lay the Wood parlay
0: game. All right, Boston and Tampa Bay plays you said a plus 100 is what it pays? Even money? It plays plus 138. Oh, pardon me, plus 138, pardon me. So a a Twins, oh, pardon me, a Twins. I was just looking at Twins right there. A Tampa Bay and Boston parlay? Is that what you said? Yes. Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay and Boston Tampa Bay, parlay. Boston. Um, I think a lot of people will jump on that. And then you have a straight play, yes? Yeah, this
4: one surprises me. The Braves at uh, about minus 133. I've got the model has it priced, my model has it priced at minus 195, and it's a huge pitching disadvantage for the Rockies. And I know they've been good at home, and Stenzatella has been somewhat serviceable over the last couple starts, but my three metric chart has. Uh, you know, at an 87 percentile pitcher and Sensatella at a 26 percentile pitcher. And then if you cruise over to BaseWinter.com, we got about a about a run and a half advantage uh, with with Iavaldi over over Sensatella. So I think for those reasons, I'm going to I just think this is a mispriced game. Yeah, that that, uh, if you look at if if you look at your nose base winner ERA 3.66 you look at Sensatella 4.8 three metric chart Colorado's bullpen is is in the bottom three over you know overall I just I think that this is a
0: mispricing Gil all right and you're not fading Jake Arietta in San Diego you're not taking Rakiti in Houston at that muted price
4: oh my God I I can't this is one where where my model like says it's an even price. And I just I wanted to go against Arietta, but I just I, I'm not going to go against my model on my, this
0: one. Oh, that's so interesting because my eyes immediately were like, how is that only that on Orkidi minus 130? That's interesting that your your model said. Do you did you remember what it was specifically that took, you know, that says it's a good price? What what category or what? Statter, yeah, I,
4: I don't think my number's low enough for Arietta. In, in all honesty. But, but okay. San Diego's offense in, in the respective splits is better than Houston's. It, all right. It
0: all up. Yeah. I'm going to the Bay. I'm going to San Francisco for a spell this weekend. I'm thinking about going to the series, the Giants and the Dodgers, tied for the best record in baseball atop the NL West. Maybe I'll show up in one of those games this weekend for the three-game set. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it, man.
4: My pleasure, Gil. Hey,
0: enjoy the game if you go. That, that sounds like fun. Yeah, man thinking about it might do the nerd thing and go by myself <laughs> Just imagine doing that that's my life ladies and gentlemen we'll come back the bear Chris Velika college football and of course Vinny Malillo numbers game Beason, the sports betting network
1: Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using promo code VISON100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 moneyline wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use promo code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. New to VEASAN? The best way to learn more about sports betting and how VEASAN can help you is to sign up for our free daily email. You'll receive an email every morning with show highlights and expert insights. Sign up for free today at VEASAN.com slash email. That's vsi slash email.
0: If you didn't catch VEASAN last week, here's some of what you missed. The Washington football team, I get the feeling Chris is not so high on them. Chris, the Washington football team, what do you the think? The WFT or the WTF for this club?
3: Well, people that are expecting them to win the division, how many times are they favored this year? Yeah, not very many. Three or four, depending on the sports book. And you're going to bet them over eight and a half and to win the division? I mean, are you Looney Tunes? I, last year, they faced one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Not only was it easy, but they had a plus eight rest advantage. Now they come into this year playing a first-place schedule. They have one of the worst...